Welcome to the Wellness for Women show, where we talk about life, weight loss and everything in between. I'm Faye Caseman, founder of the AAA Way Life and Weight Loss Programme, and I'm here to help you put together the pieces of life and weight loss for one last time. This is an episode of the Wellness for Women show, filmed live in the free Facebook group. Hello, 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 and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Wellness for Women show. And in today's session, I'm going to be talking to the fabulous Melanie Stevens. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you for being here with us. Melanie is a spiritual mentor, and I can never say Reiki, so you might have to correct me on that. Reiki master and tarot um, and tarot expert as well, aren't you? And this is really the first time we've had a five-second chat, if that, before coming live. And Melanie and I are just going to have a chit-chat, basically, and just kind of see... You know, obviously we're coming at wellness and life from the same but yet different kind of perspectives and just basically just going to see where see where we land, aren't we, Melanie? We are indeed. <laughs> Fabulous. And so, again, quick introduction time, because although I'm going live in the group and obviously everybody in here, hopefully by now knows me, this will go out onto the podcast and onto YouTube. So quick introduction time for me. I am Faye Casement. I'm a life a certified life coach and I specialize in life and weight loss, weight loss with love rather than restrictive methods. And I've got my own unique method for doing that. So that's a very quick overview of me. But like I say, I'm just really interested in life and how people tick. And so I'm really looking Looking forward to hearing more about you. So do you want to give us a little bit of an introduction into yourself, Melanie, and what you do and how you do it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I'm a spiritual mentor, Reiki master and tarot reader, and I work with my clients delivering Reiki. You did say it right, is Reiki, because a lot of people call it Reiki. <laughs> Just too many vowels in there for me. <laughs> It is Reiki, you got it, you got it spot on. So so I do Reiki with my clients, but as I, I've adapted the Reiki session to be more of a healing package. Because what I what I like doing is doing the Reiki for people, but not just sending them off on their own merry way. I like to continue the conversation. I want to stay close to them, I want to check in with them, see how they're getting mm -hmm. on because the, the Reiki can continue to work after the session. Mm -hmm. So I've made it into a package. I've created some meditations incorporating something called the Sedona method, which is like a psychological spiritual tool to help release from unwanted, unpleasant emotions. And that's more often than not what people come to me for in the first place to have the Reiki. Mm -hmm. So they can continue to use that meditation every day to listen to it or as it, you know, in the moment when they're feeling those unpleasant emotions come up, because sometimes when we have healing, it brings stuff to the surface that needs to be felt and then released. So it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but that helps people through. Mm -hmm. And then I also give them a workbook so they can journal how they're feeling and really be aware of what's coming up after the session that they mm -hmm. might need to reflect on and look at and, and heal from. Mm -hmm. So that's the Reiki package, but I also do tarot readings, providing spiritual guidance, not just using the tarot, but with anything that comes through from my spirit guides at the time. And mm -hmm. I do courses. I've got a crystals course out on Udemy and I'm currently writing a course in shadow work. So it's all based on that kind of self-development, self-awareness and healing from uncomfortable stuff that comes up for all of us. Mm. every now and again in life yeah but I think this is why I wanted to bring you on and have a chat because I mean for starters I do have a little bit of an interest in tarot cards and angel cards and I've got some some sets and sometimes sometimes I'll pull them out you know if I'm just feeling a little bit stuck and so I can't 
profess to being necessarily a overly spiritual person or anything like that but I do you know not like yourself but I do like the awareness that they can bring me because for me my my method is about having get, gathering awareness taking action and being accountable for that action so it's the AAA way and so awareness is a big part of that and self-development and mindfulness and obviously with the weight loss as well emotional eating is probably quite prevalent for most overeaters and so it is about working on all of these things with with that love and curiosity and kindness for ourselves so I think there's quite an alignment there in terms of what we do yeah definitely and there's a lot of people who they you know they might not be a tarot reader but a lot of people have an oracle card deck or an angel deck or something mm -hmm. that every now and again they just feel like you know what I just feel like I need some guidance and our spirit guides mm -hmm. are working with us all the time trying to get messages through so you mm -hmm. can ask them you know help me to choose a card from one of the decks I've got that has a message that I need to hear today mm -hmm. what do I need to know today what what do I need to be aware of and mm -hmm. some of us meditate and get messages through from our guides that way some people pick a card and they read it and you know, the, the message usually really resonates. Whichever one you're drawn to, you're drawn to for a reason because somebody is helping drawing you to that card because you need mm. to you need to read that message today or your friend will ring you and say something to you that you just needed to hear that day because it's all sort of brought to us for our own mm. highest good. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, I find it very interesting how when I've, I say, put, pulled a pulled a card or something like that, and again, just that awareness that it can, it can bring me just to just to spark something. It's like it's a, almost like a creative spark that it can bring along. Or okay, very occasionally, because I'd say most of the time it does seem to resonate when I pull something out. But when it, but even when it doesn't, I think even that is because sometimes you have to discount what you don't need to hear just as much as what you do, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which books have you got? Do you, do you remember? I can tell you. Ah. I, have here. I have a little box, a little box of goodies. I have got, oh, they're all broken. So I'm going to make a right racket for the purpose of the <laughs> podcast. I can always edit it out. I have got the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light. Oh, yeah. Lovely. And the Soul Truth Self Awareness card deck. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. And then I've got th these ones. Don't really. I'm, I'm not figured out these ones. These were um, fortune cards, and then a tarot deck, and then some other just general general things. But these two are really quite pretty. Number one, I've got her the Starseed Oracle, but the work you're like mm -hmm. some sort of imagery. Really beautiful decks. Yeah, they're just beautiful mm -hmm. to look at, if nothing else. And I do. Um, I'm quite create well, quite crafty as well, and I like sort of artwork and that kind of thing so therefore you, you know they're, they're they're pleasing as well aren't they to just look yeah. at the, the the workmanship that goes into the artwork if nothing else so so yeah do you use oracle cards as well then for your readings or yeah more often than not I use tarot because I learned how to read the tarot traditionally so for mm -hmm. my readings I give to other people I bring the tarot in I do have multiple decks I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna tell you how many because it's embarrassing. poultry is what you're telling me <laughs> Let's just 
say it's more than 20 and leave it there. I've got lots of paradise. I do have Oracle as well, because for me, sometimes I like to pull a card for myself. And mm-hmm. because I know, I, you know, I know how to read the tarot. Sometimes it, it feels like someone else is reading to me if I use Oracle, because it, I, I don't use it every single day. And it's, it's so mm-hmm. tarot cards, I can close my eyes and ask my guys to show me it an image I need to see today and know what card it's from mm-hmm. um, oracle sometimes especially a new oracle deck I think oh that feels like somebody else is reading for me because I'm unfamiliar with it which is is nice mm. but when I'm reading for others yeah it's the trusty tarot for me mm. yeah interesting and so one thing that I've been working a bit on lately in my own journey because at the end of the day I'm still on my own weight loss journey so again I don't know whether I told you this in uh, when we were messaging to say hey let's have this chat but how I came into doing what I do is because I went on a weight loss journey basically pretty much think that I spent 40 years of my life with my head in the sand somewhere and I I arrived at 40 probably fresh with a midlife crisis (laughs) decided that I'd give the whole weight loss thing a go but that's how I got that's how I found properly found mindfulness and life coaching and I ended up losing over 70 pounds through an intuitive eating style method and then I was like wow why have I been trying to restrict myself for all of these why have I been beating myself up for you know 20 plus years about weight and weight loss and whatnot why you know everybody needs to know about weight loss with love and intuitive eating methods and that kind of thing um but what I've been doing, what we sort of tap into a little bit in coaching, but of course, coaching is more about forward focus rather than necessarily going back. But I have been diving lately a little bit into subconscious work. And so I'm wondering what your thoughts are with regards to how the subconscious fits into sort of the spirituality, but also um what else was I going to say to you a moment ago? Yeah, just sort of how you feel subconscious. And, and I know that you said you were doing something about shadow work. And if I'm honest, I don't know. My, my belief on it is, is that shadow work links to the subconscious, but I don't know. And so I'd like to know whether it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. So the, the, the shadow self is the repressed parts of us that we have hidden from view. So when we when we grow up, our parents and our teachers teach us how to behave, mm-hmm. and we are perhaps encouraged to mm-hmm. behave in certain ways, like being good and being polite and being kind to other people. Mm-hmm. And we're punished, or we are embarrassed, or treated differently, ignored, put on the naughty step, what have you, when we behave in ways that are deemed socially unacceptable or Mm -hmm. not loving and things like that so we can push certain parts of our character down into what's known as the shadow so the Mm -hmm. the scrappy part of us the angry part very often we're not encouraged to be angry as children because it's seen as oh no 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 you can't you know that's not that's not likable that's not lovable Mm -hmm. so we grow up feeling like oh I'm I'm starting to feel angry oh no 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 I'm not allowed to feel angry that's bad and we push Mm -hmm. these parts of us down into our subconscious Mm -hmm. Um, also things like you know little boys can be told not to cry not to show emotion so they push that sensitive part down into their shadow Mm -hmm. girls of my age were told to be little girls should be seen and not heard and we weren't encouraged Mm -hmm. to be strong and assertive and ambitious and show that leadership because in my era thankfully things are changing 21 like right yeah yeah so that natural leadership ability, it's not all bad stuff that's in the shadow. It can be stuff that's, yeah. that would have been amazing. Courage, bravery, taking risks. No, 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 you mustn't do that. You've got to be sensible. It, it, these things get pushed down and yeah. 
suppressed over such a long time that they, we forget they even exist. Mm-hmm. But they do exist. They they live in the subconscious, and every now and again they try they try and come up because they're mm-hmm. a normal part of being human. Yeah, but we still try and push them down, and then that can sabotage us. It can make us sick. It can get us stressed out. If we don't if we don't allow our anger out, for example, it can make mm-hmm. us ill, mm-hmm. and it can lead to other problems in our life because we feel like we're not allowed to be angry and yet we probably don't even know why because it's ingrained in us and programmed in us from childhood so shadow work is about integrating those parts and that doesn't mean we all go around shouting and screaming at people all the time but it's just recognizing that anger is a part of being human having a massive strop is a part of being human all of these things as a man showing emotion it's part of being human but we we've buried them usually due to our surroundings and circumstances Mm. by bringing it up and integrating the shadow and showing some love to those parts of ourselves that maybe we feel ashamed of because we've Mm. been taught to be ashamed of them Mm -hmm. makes us feel more whole and more complete and it stops these buried parts from trying to come up and actually sabotaging us when we just Mm. allow them yeah 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 very much linked to the subconscious yeah and it and it and it does link in again with what what I do and teach as well because again it's all part and can be part of mindfulness as well and also sometimes we'll talk about rewriting stories so again from a food and a weight loss point of view you know we were told to clear our plates you know and we would you know you're brought up thinking that you know if you're going to have a sandwich I I automatically think if I'm going to have a sandwich it automatically should come with a packet of crisps and a and a can of pop because you know we were we were lunchbox kids for starters and then then also as well like you've got all your meal deals that are still out there now as well you know so we get all of the we get a lot of food food stories and food relationships that we Mm. have to address as well and some of that again like you say is some conscious because if we go around burying our thoughts feelings and emotions like I like I said I did pretty much for you know good 40 going around thinking that anger was bad you know I had all these thoughts and feelings with regards to thoughts and feelings and that I should and shouldn't have these things and it was in doing some of the work that 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 you do through life coaching mindfulness and that kind of thing that I've been able to let go of let go of those and like say kind of bring myself together and find myself and find find a whole person Yeah, exactly. It's all down to our programming and nobody's sort of purposely programmed us to to cause stress and pain. They've been programmed themselves, our teachers, Mm -hmm. our parents, our siblings. We've all been programmed by our society, by our culture, by the media and our upbringing and everything else. It's only when you, you know, you stop to question these things. Mm -hmm. Why do I, why am I still trying to clear my plate? I'm full up. Why am I still eating? And then you remember, well, that's because I was brought up to do that I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to leave the table till I'd sat and eaten even if I was really full up and it you can just question that like why am I doing this and then mm-hmm. change once you've realized that it's it must be such a an unconscious habit to do yeah. the things that we've been so programmed to do that we don't even know we're programmed yeah yeah absolutely and that that's what what my program is partly about as well is is finding those you know but specifically with regards to food and food stories and and like I say the life element as well you know because you just don't you don't realize how much you are doing at that subconscious level and it's bringing it to the fore one way or another because again that's the thing for me is it doesn't I don't I don't mind how I've got methods that I can teach but we can pull on other modalities as well to get 
awareness and deepen awareness in one area or whatever it is that we need to work on because again we're all uniquely us aren't we and we need to find our own unique paths to exactly. our goals and, and certain things resonate more with certain people and certain things resonate with different people but mm -hmm. there is something out there for everybody that can help mm -hmm. them I believe and you know do you find as well that with the words that are used around what weight loss smoking anything where people are mm -hmm. trying to change that if we use language that suggests we're missing out on something mm -hmm. like giving something up stop doing this lose weight and all of that do you find that that has an adverse effect rather yeah. than using positive language yeah so it doesn't feel like you're giving something up because if you feel like you're not allowed something that makes me want it even more <laughs> yeah which is why we aim for sort of working on zero you know a weight loss method with without restriction really so again weight loss is a funny thing to explain because you, you know obviously we all know that you need that there is a, a, a scientific in and out that needs to happen but it can happen in so many different ways but we've been brought up again with the diet industry programming over you know programming us all over the years about calories in and out and this kind of thing or if you've ever been to a weight loss club you know you've got all of that dialogue still running through your head but it not one of the ones that I ever went to helped me to fathom life at the same time because that's it is how the pair of them go together and I talk about talk about it a lot in my inner circle with my members about we were talking about it at the weekend so again you know rather than saying well I can't have something it's more about well what what do I choose to give myself today so you could you could look at perhaps if you were going to look to try to reduce something or just work on that because again it's just about playing about getting curious about your relationship with everything but you can either go into that and say to yourself I can't have things I shouldn't do this I shouldn't do that or you could say well I'm choosing to do this with love and you make your your, your whys are so much more powerful if you make them positive so rather than sort of saying if I don't do this I my health's going to suffer wouldn't it be a lot better to say if I do this I will give myself the gift of health <laughs> and you're kind of still doing the same thing but one's bringing one's bringing more positivity to it and which one is which one are you going to sustain the one that feels good and so a big part of my again my message is about ditching the ditching the diet drama and finding more joy because bringing in that positivity is what's going to give it the longevity yeah definitely and it's interesting like the words that we use and I actually did an experiment recently I put it on my my Facebook and my TikTok I don't know if you've heard of the rice experiment I hear that they're teaching this in schools now and it's where you cook some rice so the rice is cooked and then it's put into split into two equal sized jars mm -hmm. and one of the jars is you you stick a label on it saying love and the other one you stick a label on it saying hate and then you I know it sounds a bit strange and it feels a bit strange I've got to be honest but you you speak every day you pick the, mm -hmm. the jar up and you say loving words to one of the jars mm -hmm. put that down and pick the other jar up and you say hateful words to the other jar and you keep the jars apart like you mm -hmm. know a foot apart and after a little while, the people that I was hearing about doing this experiment were noticing that the hate jar that they'd been mm -hmm. saying nasty things to was starting to mold. Okay. And the other jar wasn't. Mm. Really interesting. I did this experiment and neither of my jars showed any molds. And I thought I'd done it wrong because I thought, well, mm -hmm. I find it difficult to say bad things, even though I'm talking to like rice. Mm -hmm. I find it difficult to say unpleasant things. And I thought, oh, I've, I've not done it right. So I went to chuck the rice away. And when I opened the lid to the, the love 
jar it smelled quite nice when I opened the lid to the hate jar it absolutely stunk it was really really strong so much as the experiment didn't quite go as I was expecting because I couldn't see the mold on the hate jar it still impacted it and I could I could smell the difference and it really made me aware to actually do the experiment rather than reading about it and seeing it or noticing that difference made me realize, oh my God, my words have got so much power in them. They can actually do that. So what's it doing to me if I'm using words to myself, if I'm berating myself or beating myself up about something? And the same with somebody trying to lose weight. Yeah. If you're giving yourself grief for it, you know, it's, it's, it can affect yeah. your, your health. It's so important to use really gentle loving language to ourselves while we're moving through any sort of change because mm -hmm. you know it, it can really have an impact just the words we use to talk to ourselves and other people of course yeah yeah no absolutely and uh, yeah I mean that's an interesting experiment it sounds it sounds really surprising that that could happen <laughs> isn't it but you know everybody should to go out there and try the rice experiment feedback to us let us know what what happens but certainly the words and and what we use very true isn't it i mean at the end of the day you know all of the psychology it's based on the ego and the ego will got a friend of mine kathy who's in the group who gave me a great talk once with regards to the ego and the adult and child she's a counselor and how the ego still wants its its fuzzies, I think she called it. I can't remember. She'll she'll have to perhaps come and set me straight on it. But that you can you ultimately you can feed your you can feed your ego with the 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 the, the negative or the positive, and it and the ego doesn't mind which it take. It will just take it. But the more you feed it one, the more it will believe it. I think in one of my advisors in my membership as well on the on the why work there was a there's a again I'm going to butcher the butcher the phrasing because I've got a terrible memory but there's a, a a proverb or something like that about you know which of the wolves would survive well it'll be the one that you feed you know and again if you just think about yeah. it in terms of that yeah. you know that you can if you're feeding the negative all the time, then you're just going to breed. And that's why we have sayings like negativity breeds negativity and all these kind of things, isn't it? You know, because it's, it is true. That is what will happen. And so I do a lot in my own is to, to try and equal that airtime, you know, in terms of the thoughts. And if I notice what's coming, you know, that, that I'm having a particularly difficult patch then I'll, I will obviously step up my self-care game and try and bring in that positivity and the mindfulness and other modalities that I use so I've just been experimenting with emotional freedom technique sometimes I might draw out the tarot cards or the oracle cards you know just to just try and get me back onto that even keel yeah I've used EFT actually I like EFT because that works with the meridians mm -hmm. which are used in Chinese acupuncture yeah. and and yeah I had some really good results with it and it, it I think for me I, I notice my thoughts get more negative when I'm tired when my energy mm -hmm. levels are low when I'm stressed when I'm run down and obviously I've got Reiki so I know right I need to do I need to do the work on myself it's all right doing mm -hmm. it with other people I think as a practitioner it's very easy to forget even though I preach this all the time I'm pretty sure every single person who's going to come on and visit the wellness Women show will say something similar because you know again if, if there's gurus out there saying oh yes I live this perfect life do this that and the other you know yeah right okay <laughs> you know it'd be like me saying that I'll never have a weight gain of course I'm I'm human <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and one thing I was doing for a while with my with my thinking, generally I'm 
a positive thinker but I when I'm struggling with my energy when I'm working too much which I have a really bad habit of doing that's when I notice that my mental health is declining when I start catastrophizing and I start imagining awful things happening which I've read is a like a defense mechanism it's like your mind is trying to prepare you for something really terrible to happen so it's not so much of a shock which is crazy why don't you just imagine something good happening it's much nicer so what I started doing was journaling at the end of each day Mm-hmm. Did I have any negative thoughts today and did I catch them? And more, the more I journaled that at night, the following day, I'd remember journaling it and I'd be a little bit more aware of my thoughts and I'd start mm-hmm. to notice it happening. Mm-hmm. Stop it in the moment. Instead mm-hmm. of imagining something really bad happening, like I'm about to cross a busy road and I start visualising me like being hit by a truck. Why don't you just imagine you're going to cross the road and you're not going to die and everything's going to be okay. And so I'd instead. Yeah, um, it's not myself and flip it and think of something much nicer. It's yeah. just awareness that you're doing it. It is, yeah. And 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 when I started out on my journey, I scoffed that I didn't have anything. I didn't have thoughts. There was nothing to be aware of. <laughs> and that's actually when that 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 was the the first fatal mistake to make because it was just like I'd, I'd literally I'd buried my thoughts and feelings so deep that I didn't know I had them. But once you start to hear these things, and I think sometimes people worry that it's going to uncover, it's going to uncover like Pandora's box, and you 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 you'll never be able to get it all back in again. But but actually, it's so it's it is it is so therapeutic, and it does it does change. I mean, my relationship with myself has changed hugely from that work and the work that you were just suggesting there, like the work, I don't know whether you call it worry tree, but again, I've got a friend, we call it the worry trees, one of those exercises. And again, it's just sort of bringing it to the, bringing it to your conscious brain is then where you can do that whole stepping into action part of, of, of the process, isn't it? Because then you can go, oh, then I don't, I don't like that. I don't want to keep I don't want to keep that anymore. So what can I what can I do about it? And I do love a good detective program as well. So like this is the big thing with me is about curiosity and like being the detective of your own life and just figuring out well, where did that come from? You know, and is that something that I want to keep? And how can how can I change that? But there's a lot lot that comes into what you were saying there, just sort of getting those thoughts out and onto paper and journaling especially and I did an episode on journaling again just so much more powerful you know it's just better to be out than in (laughs) sometimes you know whether that be journaling coaching coming and talking to yourself and having some healing going to a counsellor you know whatever it is whatever works for you is is transformational isn't it and that's what we what, what we want for all of our clients is to is to get them that transformation yeah, and then what, what, once you've recognised that you're doing things by journaling or, or whatever method you use, then you've got the choice, you know, instead of worrying, oh, well, I've just written down that I'm having really negative thoughts. Well, how has that helped? Because now you're aware it's happening, you'll notice it happening, you can stop it happening and you can choose a different, you reframe your thought, you can choose a different thought. So it's it's not to write it down to make you realise that you know you're a bad person or anything like that it's it's just a it's a very normal human response sometimes to stress and to life when life gets a bit stressy and a bit busy or we've got things going on we start Mm -hmm. with negative thoughts and it just makes you more aware of your own mental state your own energy it's it's a wet awareness is that first step isn't it because once you're aware yeah yeah absolutely always the first step and 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 again like you say from there 
you can take back that control and find your power again, isn't it? Because you're going to have these thoughts anyway. And, you, you know, we, we can't necessarily, we can't stop the thoughts from coming because they will come in. But we can, well, I mean, sometimes we can help a little bit. So, again, this is where self-care can come into it, isn't it? Because if you gather awareness about yourself and you know that you tend to have more negative thoughts when you're tired, well, then maybe we need to step up the self-care game in terms of like making sure that we work on our sleep and our sleep hygiene or, you know, some people might find that if they have large meals of an evening that they end up with nightmares or cheese dreams. <laughs> I find that if I have red meat, I tend to not sleep very well and pizza, but I still love pizza. So you, know, <laughs> you make your choices as to what you what you want to do. But at least, again, you're getting that power back, aren't you? You know, and being able to take control and make that choice. And that that's that is part of stepping into your personal power when you deal with some of these things, I think. Yeah, it, it, is, it is power. It's empowering. It's not... Mm not designed to make you think oh god I've got all this work to do because actually healing yourself it it, it shouldn't be complicated it shouldn't no. be difficult it's really about awareness bringing love in and making changes it's all it yeah. is yeah. Uh, making the changes to be the person you want to be and to bring into your life what you want to bring in through positive you know self-love and self-care and that's not to say that we should bypass the unpleasant feelings or anything like that because sometimes they're trying to tell us something so yeah. I think glossing over them isn't what I'm suggesting either it's no. just exploring them for me catastrophizing brings me nothing good at all it's not warning me about something that's actually likely to happen it's something that's incredibly unlikely to happen that then in a spin so I think I don't actually need to do anything with that other than reframe my thoughts and do something else if I'm feeling angry about something and I just think oh no that's uncomfortable I don't want to feel that then I'm just bypassing something that needs to be explored so you know sometimes you do need to dig these things up and think okay well, why am I feeling angry well actually I've got really bad boundaries and I'm not saying no enough so okay I'll start doing that and explore sometimes why we get these unpleasant uncomfortable feelings we, it, we can't say oh I'm never going to have another negative thought ever again no matter how much but the decision is do I want to do I want to just let them keep coming and coming and coming and not dealing with those which then can like say in our you know, circumstances if you're overweight perhaps need to work on weight loss or wanting to work on weight loss that's when you find that you end up with your effort moments in your weight loss journey and all that kind of thing but so actually the and how I teach it, it's not weight loss it's not about the food uh, it's not about the how it's actually what's kind of getting you to that point in the first place because often it's 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 something that's happened before and again I always think that you've got three opportunities to change something you've got before so again knowing yourself well enough to know when and anticipating that something could come up so oh, I'm going in from a meeting with my boss today that that's something that has a has a tendency to make me want to eat biscuits or something you know then you then you know and you know that you can take steps then to take it or about trying to catch those thoughts or those behaviors whilst you're in the moment and then again after it having that self-reflection to then learn from anything that's happened yeah and no, I like that because you yeah you do have opportunities and if you miss the first one there is another there's always going to be another one always another but again the the, the the negative Annie in us would be like there isn't you know I've blown it you know so again if you ever worked on weight loss it would be a case of oh well I've blown it and I've done I'm, you know I'm useless I'm this I'm that the other you know we're then just feeding ourselves more negativity yeah. whereas actually like say self-love and compassion and 
looking to just grow from each moment is where the true again transformation can come from isn't it so mm. i think everything starts on the inside the inside out yes we yeah. can't change anything on the outside until we've looked at what's happening within with with anything yeah totally agree totally agree well it's been absolute pleasure having a chit chat with you i usually do try and keep these to about half an hour although i could probably talk all night <laughs> it's quite late i'm sure you'd quite like to get off <laughs> it really has been great to connect in so what i'm going to do is i'm going to drop melanie's details in the descriptions below and if you're listening on the podcast and the youtube then they will be probably up up somewhere rather than down but have a look around you will find melanie's details and my details and if anybody's got any questions for any of us, we'll circle back round and have a look for any questions in the group over the coming weeks. Okie dokie. Well, I'm going to love you and leave you. Did you want to say anything else, Melanie, before we go? Just thank you so much for chatting with me tonight. It's been lovely meeting you as well, because obviously this is the first time we've met. So yeah, I know, yeah indeed <laughs> thanks for listening and don't forget if you want to boost your life and weight loss the AAA way check out the relevant links for today's show in the description speak soon <laughs>